A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Stoker. We are Pretty Deadly, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao coming together on the mailbag episode, which we are debuting here. You know, we've uh, been thinking about doing a mailbag episode for quite some time, and I'm surprised that it took us this long to actually do it. But we're finally here. Yeah, uh, the reason why we have this episode is because we get a lot of questions on TikTok. So I'm manning the TikTok, as you guys may know. And I do not have the energy and the time and the kapal na mukha to spam our uh, TikTok account with answers to all of your questions. So we decided as a group to just answer them in an episode so that you guys can, you know, tune into us uh, on a podcast, not just on TikTok. Yeah. So uh, the wonderful marketing team over at PNA also suggested that, we could, you know, we could still be active on TikTok like we always have been. Uh, it's just that we probably won't be giving you all the answers in that one-minute video. So if you want like context or if you want explanations and all that, then this mailbag episode is what you should be tuning into. And we'll be dropping this, what, Tuesdays? Every every Tuesday, ba? Yeah, ba? yeah. Oh, yeah. might as well. Uh, we're recording on Monday, so... In, in, yeah. Oh, in short, we're going to do this for For marketing. Hey, speaking of money, uh, one of the ways you can support the podcast is through being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. And syempre, maraming benefits that come with being part of our patron program, among them being that you get to be part of our live watch parties. Kinagawa natin yan kapag may malaking pay-per-view, whether that's WWE or AEW or, you know, uh, by the time Wrestle Kingdom rolls along, NJPW, so sulit na sulit yung Patre- uh, Patreon subscription ninyo for as low as 250 pesos a month. You also get a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast face mask, some vintage Mr. C t-shirts while supplies last, and other good stuff uh, for, for being part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron program. And all you have to do 
is to go to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast to sign up. Again, that is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Uh, here's one more thing that we wanted to be a part of. Actually, it's August na, you know, sinisimula natin tong mailbag episode. And it's high time that we talk about PNA kasi may pasabog ang PNA for the month of August because we are celebrating our second year anniversary as a network. And this August, there will be not one, not two, not three, as LeBron once said, but four. Four live streams in total. So tune in to the Podcast Network Asia Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast Network Asia on August 5, August 13, August 20, and August 27 at 6.30 p.m. for fun games, kulitan, and chikahan with your favorite podcasters. So, syempre, part kami nun. We're going to be part of that event and there are exciting prizes to give away from sure at marami pang iba. So we will see you there. Two years. Uh, by what, like l- late September this year, two years then kami sa PNA. So yeah, really, yep. really fun uh-huh. to be a part of this. Uh, part of PNA, like we were the seventh podcasters assigned there. So congratulations to PNA for making it all the way to 150 and more. Cha, congrats that you didn't have to do Thank you, Pini. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's a good thing. No, 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 no. And then, we have there is a reason why. Because you know, the last night, our boss, our big boss, Ronster Beitong, uh, sent us a video of a video he found oh. on the internet. <laughs> so he, he found he found the the Ric Flair Jay Lethal woo off, yeah. and you know stuff like that is kind of probably why we're still here. Yeah. Oh, Ron, we, see, Ronster is actually a big wrestling fan, and he also knows how to find that good shit uh, online. So, when we were watching group chat namin last night. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to some questions. Let's open the mailbag, and let's start off with this one from the Tribal Chief. We acknowledge natin siya. Tinatanong ni Tribal Chief, bakit po nabibury ang career ng wrestler? You want to start with this role? Yeah, I don't know what he means by that, but you know, so, okay, so to, what he means is that uh wrestlers. Line. Yeah, storylines, why yeah. uh why they lose, why they go on a losing streak. Uh sometimes the losing streak is to help them, you know, rise back up, the hero's journey and all that. You have to suffer a few, take a few L's here and there before you get the W's. But sometimes uh, you there are other factors. You maybe you're on your way out of the company. Maybe the booker just doesn't like you. Uh, maybe your friends don't like you. You may hit ka. Maraming may ayos sayo sa backstage. So maraming dahilan kung bakit Those are the more common answers um, we've uh, ex- ex- experienced and encountered uh, over you know not just our careers but you know as uh, fans watching wrestling. Yeah, means a new wrestler is just really not that popular. So that could be another thing, diba? And and yung katapat niya, yung masikat, mas popular. So sila yung, ano, sila yung mananalo sa matches. Oh, that's so true. That's true. It could be as simple as that. Correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. But this this is, it also play a factor kung jobber ka. Like yeah. when it's your job to lose. Diba? Yes. And then, yeah, pretty diba, much. Diba? There's, a, there's such a thing as uh, being a career loser, especially in wrestling. Diba? So that actually affects how you get booked as well. Because, di ba, nakikita natin yung mga jobbers, yeah, we love to see them win, but then, most of the time, it does, it's very short-lived. Kasi, mas nakikita natin sila as losers talaga. 
in the best well, way yeah. possible. <laughs> the uh, diplomatic word for that is enhancement talent. Kaya yun yeah. ginagamit na term, di ba? Para hindi naman masyadong ano, kick the mother down. Uh, there, you know, enhancement talent exists for a reason and they're there to really enhance yung mga superstars or wrestlers na gustong ipush ng booker or ng promoter. Like, if there's this new hotshot na gusto nilang ipakita na talagang sobrang lakas niya, you know, they're gonna feed enhancement talent to to that person and they're gonna win in like 10-15 seconds. So, you know, everybody's got a role to play and diba, yung mga theater professionals will tell you na there are no small parts. Yep, that's true. Um, you know, some, somebody has to lose. And uh, sometimes that person who loses, tanggap niya na, na bury yung career niya. And yun yung, yun yung position niya on the, on the bench, on the roster, diba? So you gotta, you know, uh, you just gotta acknowledge and accept that sometimes people will lose. All right, next question from the mailbag. Tinatanong ni Angela Suni. Ano pong masasabi niyo na paulit-ulit na nasa main event ng women's storyline si Charlotte Flair? <laughs> I mean, it, it's Charlotte Flair, dude. <laughs> Do we have to explain this? Like, it's Charlotte. Uh, I get what he's asking because there are people in the main eventer na hindi naman ano, di ba? Hindi naman palaging nasa world championship picture or nasa women's championship picture. But uh, as it is, uh, the women's division isn't as deep as the men's. So it is what it is. And, you know, you have to use Charlotte as someone to uh, elevate the division. And talagang wala kang magagawa unless may bagong star na bumalik. Like Becky Lynch or, you know, someone or like a Ronda Rousey. Yeah, naking bagay din na nawala si Becky, nawala si Ronda, diba? And the other two horsewomen are on the opposite brand. So... Especially with regards to Raw, where your roster, as they said, isn't as deep. You're kind of going to have to push Charlotte out there as much as possible, even if she is kind of the female John Cena. Because she's just the stable. She's the foundation of that whole roster, that whole Raw women's locker room, whether you want it or not. Yeah, I have two points to add to that. Una, think of it in the context of a sports team, di ba? So kung kunwari, ikaw yung Milwaukee Bucks, pinakamagaling mong player si Giannis, lagi mo ilalabas si Giannis, di ba? Para lagi kang mananalo. So think of WWE as a sports team. They always want to present their best lineup possible. And that includes Charlotte because she's really legitimately one of the best talents out there. So why wouldn't you feature her prominently? And second, yung reaction mo na, bakit si Charlotte na naman? Uh, yung wrestling ngayon, parang yung in terms of heat, they'll take that. Parang mainis ka na dyan si Charlotte, edi heal si Charlotte, ibububo siya kasi nagagalit ka na nandyan siya, di ba? So, there. Um, that, 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 hopefully, that answers your question. Okay, next one from Emil from the mailbag. He asks, how do you think the arrivals of CM Punk and Brian Danielson sa AEW might affect the pushes of their younger stars? So, una-una, as we're recording this in the first week of August, they haven't appeared, they haven't officially signed, so until then, we will see na rumors pa lang sila. Yeah, um, we don't know, kasi we haven't seen them yet. It's easier to say that they'll be pushed to the moon, but I don't think so. I think CM Punk uh, will be not a world championship level talent yet. Uh, he's been gone for so long, and I don't know if he's gonna you know, be the same kind of wrestler he was before. And feeling like more special attraction ngayon, like a Brock Lesnar or stuff like that. Uh, if it's true that Darby Allen is his first target, then yun, um, no championship involved there. And I think he will be used to elevate the other guys. Uh, as for Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, I don't know either. 
Uh, it's easy to say that he'll be pushed to the moon, but we saw Christian. He didn't have to push to the moon right away. And I think um, they will be hanging around the mid-card until they get organically pushed to that main event level. I will go out on a limb and say that it will definitely, definitely affect younger talent. Because younger talent isn't as well-known as a CM Punk or a Daniel Bryan, who are essentially household names. So if you were to watch AEW and you were to only recognize a handful of names, syempre, pag hindi mo kilala, magkakaroon ka ng apprehensions. And that is totally fair. But AEW also has the habit of very of being very inconsistent when it comes to booking uh, their guys. So, you know, we just have to wait and see kung lalabas ka sila like we expect. Yeah, uh, Rowan Chino basically said everything uh, that I wanted to say about Punk and Brian getting to AEW. Again, I'm going to be that guy who will keep saying, I will only believe it until I see it happen. So until then, let's uh, say na muna na these are rumors, still unfounded rumors, kasi wala pa naman talagang official na balita. Next question from ish underscore jazz underscore metal 2.0. AEW or WWE? Amuna, uh, quick answer ko is... Sige, quick answer ko is... All wrestling, man. Let's just support all these companies. Because um, I, I don't want to be one of those guys that say, say says na and then they ano WWE lang oh di ka pa yung mga AEW all that. It's not good for the business. Um, it, it's too territorial. And come on, it's 2020. Hindi hindi ako WWE ako kasi I just like the product better. I'm gonna say WWE. It's not that hard. It's not a hard question for me. Yeah, I, I answered this on the TikTok kanina kasi. Uh, it was uh, like the third or fourth time that they were asking us this question. And I answered it because my answer kind of changed. Yes, it's easy to say now. Yeah, let's support all wrestling. Yeah, I'm definitely supporting all wrestling. I'm, I'm going to watch both because I can and because I should. But uh, there is still a clear answer on, or a clear opinion at least on what is the best or what is the best. And to me, I think that uh, with all the side, with all the releases that have happened nung, uh, over the past few weeks, over the past few months, uh, with the new signings that AEW has made, I think AEW is going to be the one to watch uh, for the rest of the year moving forward. Uh, it's going to be a really, really hyped 2021 because AEW is getting all the cast-offs that WWE sent away and is kind of doing much, much better with them. So, got to give the people what they want. And I think AEW is going to be much better uh, moving forward and heading into 2022. All right. Next question from El Kisa and KVT. Dalawa sila. Pareho silang nagtatanong about finishers. So, uh, anong pinaka-favorite mong finisher? Or alternatively, what is the best finisher in WWE and AEW today? Who wants to start? Okay, Stan. Since you want to answer. Yeah, I, I wrote my answer, Stan, in the talk. So, I have three favorite finishers right now. And those are the Kinshasa, ni Shinsuke Nakamura, the Brutalizer, yung submission ni Pac, and yung Bank Statement, ni Sasha Banks. So I, I love the Kinshasa because it's sobrang angas niya. It's a strike finisher, it comes out of nowhere, boom, you're dead. Uh, yung Brutalizer, sobrang angas talaga ng Rings of Saturn. Like since Neville started using it on 205 Live, it, it immediately shot up to my, becoming my favorite submission. To the point that if I were to become a wrestler, I'd probably use that as my submission. And then yung bank statement naman ni Sasha, I love how uh, it's a cross face na parang, uh, yeah, it's a cross face. Hinahata ka niya pa, pa talikod. And then uh, she can also stop on your head. 
and use the other appendages on her body to really put you in pain. So yeah. So I also have a few um, answers for this. Uh, one of the finishers I really like is the RKO uh, because it's of its sudden strike. You Stan mentioned out of nowhere. You don't get any more out of nowhere than the RKO. Also, I like uh, since he also mentioned back. I like the Black Arrow. I saw it live when Neville, uh, FK and Neville showed up here during the one WWE show, and it's so hard to believe. Like you have to actually be there to see how good he is and how he can pull something that magnificent off. It's just, it's just eye-catching and captivating how he suspends in in the air like that. So And finally, one of the my favorite finishers is actually from Santos Escobar, the Phantom Driver. Bakit? Kasi, remember how you could how you used to be able to create your own finishers on the 2K games? Yeah. I yeah. by accident. Like the Samoan driver. <laughs> by accident. And then seeing it on TV, it's like, holy shit. Kaya pala in real life. Yun. Kala sa game. <laughs> so that's why. All right. Uh, for me, naman, uh, I'm a simple guy. I like the spear. Uh, I like all spears as long as they're good looking. So Roman Reigns, uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, good spears for me. AEW, naman, uh, huh, I don't know. Stan's gonna hate this, but I like the coffin drop. It's a nice, ah! it's a nice ten-ton yeah. variation. I'm gonna say it, it, it's painful as hell because hey, you're you're hitting the guy back for, with your back. And that is heavy as fuck. Even though Darby Allen is a small dude, masakit um, And I like it when uh, they hurt a lot and when they look like they hurt a lot. All right, so those are our favorite finishers. Have at it. Uh, we're gonna be taking a quick break, and we'll come back with more of your questions. But first, we gotta let you know that another way you can support the podcast is through your online shopping. And since malapit na naman ang eight eight, another shopping sale, but we online shopping sale rather, we have to let you know about how your Lazada, uh, Lazada sales can actually help out the podcast. All right, so malapit na eight 8-8 sales, so take advantage of them by, you know, using our affiliate links and using that to help us do what we do here in the podcast. All you got to do is click on our link or type it in your browser, podlink.co slash E-U-L, podlink.co slash E-U-L. You got to click on that and type it in your browser before you add to cart and check out and portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on the pod. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. All right, we're back with more of your mailbag questions, so let's get to this one. Anong ni Alison Kawile? Ano yung best women's championship match na napanood mo ever? Ha? Huh. Iron Woman, NXT. Yeah. Uh, take over something yun eh, di ba? Basta Iron yes. Woman. Uh, Brooklyn. Take over Brooklyn. No, no, no. Iron Woman was, ano, respect. respect. Ah, wait, take over. One of the first ones. Basta one of the first takeovers. That's always going to be my answer when somebody asks for a best uh, women's championship match. Actually, best women's cha- women's match. Period. That's in my top five. So, yeah. Uh, since you already mentioned the really, really good Iron Woman match, I'm probably going to go with NXT UK, Meiko Satomura versus uh, Kaylee Ray both times. 
Okay. Uh, for me, championship match, no. So I can't pick a Rumble. Okay. Uh, screw it. I'll, I'll pick Brooklyn. Sasha Bailey then. Uh, Metro Fresh because I was actually watching Sasha on the Broken Skull sessions, and then she and Stone Cold were breaking down the series of Bailey. So I'll uh, probably uh, refer to that one. Okay, for this next question, Jades is asking, "Sino po para sa inyo ang best tag team of all time?" Of all the times, uh, that's really hard. I don't like naming one of anything oh, like the best yeah. ever. Manamig ay yun I mean, I, I can know. name a few. Uh, of the teams that I like that are pretty good. Uh, the Hardys are on top of that list for sure for me as an Attitude Era kid and as a lover of people who do crazy things in both the ring and outside of the ring. So the Hardys are definitely an answer. Uh, yeah, that's a good answer. Um, man, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go with uh, a tag team that influenced me the way I wrestle personally, uh, the Road Warriors, the Union of Doom. So I uh, know it's pretty good. So yeah. stiffer uh, than Row. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Parang hindi ko sandata match. I'm I'm gonna pick the New Day. I think na even though the New Day is still currently active, I would say that they're already up there in sa discussion for best tag team of all time, just because of how really well they they can perform, whether they're good guys or bad guys. Tapos. Uh, they're really good at getting invested in their stories, whether they're at the top of the card or imagine as a mid card. So I would say they're up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Next a, good, that's a good choice, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Next question from JP Molino Best luchador not named Rey Mysterio. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I like this. To me, Phoenix, Rey Phoenix. I'm going to keep it in the family and say Penta. So Penta has been my favorite luchador since Lucha Underground. Pa. So I'm really happy that more and more people are getting to watch him perform on AEW. And I would say that uh, in the same way that New Day magaling sila as face or as heel, si Penta is Plus, he's a hard hitter. He's not a stereotypical luchador. So that's why I think that he's the best one not named Rey Mysterio. All right. So for me, I'm going to go really old school on this one and say Ultimo Dragon. Um, innovator in his own way, innovating the Asai Moonsault, which is that Moonsault, the Palabas ng Ring. Also gave us the Dragon Sleeper, the Dragon Suplex, among many of his now still used moves. And uh, I just remember watching him as a little child on TNT late at night, seeing him do all these crazy things, and then finding out that he's Japanese, pala siya, hindi siya Mexican. <laughs> he's still, he's still a luchador. It still counts. So I'm gonna say Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, uh, me. That's like the closest I could go because uh, Chino mentioned Ultimo Dragon. I'm gonna go with uh, if, if all time other than Rey Mysterio, I'm gonna go with or, the original Tiger Mask. Uh, Satoru Sayama, uh, gotta go watch his original stuff, man. Uh, Chaka, we gotta, he, we gotta also since we're putting WCW old school guys over. Should I have to see Jushin Thunder Tiger? Yes. <laughs> Daming, you know, yeah. like to name one. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Naming just one is hard. You know, it's, it's also unfair. Like you're gonna piss people off no matter who you name or don't name. Um, I just want to add to what you said earlier with Ultimo Dragon. Shadi niyo nag shatter ng glass para sa akin. Parang tayo Japanese pala siya. Pwede pala yun Japanese luchador. Right, because because the word luchador already elicits na parang pang neck uh pang Hispanics lang siya, de ba? Pang Latinos. Right? You never expected a guy like Asai 
which is his real name, to travel, all the way, yes. yeah, to travel all the way to Mexico to learn the art form, right? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, even here in the local scene, we have local luchadors. Like, Ro was a luchador at some point. So, you know, yeah. the fact that being a luchador doesn't mean you have to be Latino. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's exactly. too 14-year-old me's mind. So, <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. Okay, next one from Architect Talas Lair. Greatest and worst or floppiest storyline that ever existed and why? You started off. Sige, sige. Uh, my answer for greatest is Gargano Champa, at least from my lifetime, yung mga napanood ko talaga at nasubaybayan ko. Gargano Champa because it lasted years, even though it was also because na injury si Tomaso Champa. It was very emotional for me and uh, to see yung parang culmination nun, nung naging champion si Johnny Gargano, I was there in person to see it. So kaya sobrang invested ako dun. For me, that's the greatest I've seen. Pinaka-flop has to be the anonymous Raw general manager kasi... Parang no una may promise, like, oh, okay, who's calling the shots? Diba? It was a big mystery. And then it was Hornswoggles. Parang, what? What, 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 a, what a flop of a reveal. So there. Ako, right. uh, greatest is gonna have to be go out to the indie scene in the US and our boy Camus. Uh, that's right. Sami Zayn, uh, El Generico versus Kevin Steen, Owens. Um, as a late adjuster to the PWG scene, I appreciate the chemistry in the ring and the vitriol that they just threw at one another. And then to bring that story over to NXT and then the main roster was just amazing to see. And, and I like how it was able to translate from a smaller venue all the way to the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. So that would be one of my favorite storylines. Siguro yung pinakamasama uh, floppy, yes. I am gonna, I'm gonna have to say uh, the 24-7 championship. That's the first thing that comes to mind. It's had its moment. We should put it out to pasture. Tama na. <laughs> diba? Tama na. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the greatest storyline for me, mahirap to, pero madali din. Mahirap kasi I have to name just one. Uh, let's go with uh, no, Yeslomania. Uh, Daniel Bryan and his eventual achievement of winning the WWE Championship after, you know, meandering towards it. Because they never really were going to give it to him until uh, he was undeniable. So, yeah, that was a good story that they luckily saw through it till the end. Uh, tapos for me naman, the flopest na storyline. Uh, in recent memory, I would have to say the... Uh, storyline of who attacked Roman Reigns uh, from a couple of years ago on SmackDown. So that was weird. And parang nawala sila sa gusto mangyari I also just remembered something as far as floppiest storylines are concerned. It's when Mr. McMahon died in a car crash. To be fair, di nila kasalanan yun. Kasi... The next night, may totoong namatay. And hayaan ko na kayo kung sino mag, mag-google na lang kayo para malaman nyo kung sino talaga yung namatay. Pero, yeah, that just blew up in their faces. Yeah, I mean, granted, it was in poor taste to fake a man's death on TV, pero sobrang malas lang din nila. Hindi naman nila control yung nangyari in real life, eh, di ba? Like, who, who would have figured out na the tragedy that would unfold would have unfolded over the course of a few days after the limo blew up? So, really unfortunate. Last couple of questions for this week on the mailbag. Jay Rollins Villahermosa asks, any thoughts about Odyssey Jones? 
I think we talked about him really quickly on the live stream last week. So uliti ko sinabi ko na he reminds me of Mark Henry, like a lighter, yeah. more spry Mark Henry. Yeah, same, same. Um, he might be one of the favorites to win because he is a pretty athletic for a big man. So sana uh, they make a lot of him, you know, they make the most of him uh, in NXT and eventually when he goes up to the main roster. Maybe the ceiling is pretty high for him, I would say. Yeah, I I think I called him a more charismatic almost. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> which is totoo naman, di ba? Because he's very charismatic. So, uh, somebody said he was like the new Key Flea. I could see that happening, yeah. How sad is it that we're already talking about the new Keith Lee when, you know, exactly, the existing right? Keith Lee is still there? Yeah, exactly. So, I I don't know, man. But I like I like what I see in Odyssey Jones, and I wish him nothing but the best. All right. Finally, our last question for this week's mailbag comes from La Flame, who asks, who has had the best heel turn for you aside from Roman Reigns? Tommaso Ciampa, mm. the best of the guy. Yeah, I would have to agree. As far as heel turns are concerned, the one that always sticks out to me is from WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania XX, which was uh, Chris Jericho, Trish Stratus, and Chris <laughs> oh. I knew as it! A, I knew as it! A, <laughs> as, as the person who started watching wrestling from that era, as in, remember how I said I like teleserial storylines? Oh. This was the teleserial storyline that inspired it all. <laughs> this is the this the whole. I thought you loved me, but then it didn't. It was just it imploded in such a beautiful fashion. And as far as heel storylines are concerned, that's what uh, sticks out to me. But our current favorite from the Seguro from the last what ten years maybe is uh, Mark Henry. Remember when he gave that retirement speech? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and he ended up challenging John Cena. And he ended up becoming champion. So Mark Henry. Yeah, uh, I love how that Mark Henry promo has become so iconic. Naging meme siya, Like people still quote it. Like I've still got a lot left in the tank. Uh, w- when you see Mark Henry in that salmon sport coat, you know, <laughs> you know that they're referencing that heel turn. So yeah, good, good picks, good picks, guys. Um, I'd probably make the same picks just because in the mga tumatak sa akin. Even uh, inga, uh, Christian and Trish turning on Jericho at WrestleMania 20, that, that was pretty good because first mania ko yun eh. So I guess that was the first heel turn I really, really saw on TV. So good picks, good picks all around. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been sending in your questions in over on TikTok. If you want to keep uh, sending those questions in for the mailbag, all you have to do is to leave us a question or a comment on any of our posts at wrestling to expod on Twitter and on TikTok. Or if you want to follow us on social media and just be part of the conversation, it is, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Spotify. Don't forget that every follow goes a long, long way. You can also help the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast through your online shopping, especially on Shopee, dahil malapit ng 88. All right, so same, same. Uh, we also have an affiliate link on Shopping that you can use to help us out. All you got to do is type this in your browser, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. Again, type that in your browser before you add the cart and you check out. And, you know, what you buy will help us do what we do. At no additional cost to you, we might True. add. Yeah. All right. That's it for us here on the Mailbag episode. Short and sweet. That's how we do it every Tuesday here on the podcast. If you want the longer form discussions, we'll do that on the live stream, which you can cast, uh, which you can catch rather 
on Thursday nights over at Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. Follow us over there or on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thursday nights at 7 p.m. or you can catch the audio-only version on Spotify by Friday. Thank you so much to everybody who's been following us and streaming and catching these episodes. Thank you to Babyface producer Gel, who's joined the team. Uh, to Babyface producers Nika and Sola and the rest of the podcast network Asia team for putting these episodes together. On behalf of my co-hosts Ro Moran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. Please stay safe, mask up, stay at home if you can, and get those vaccines. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.